Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of OT Some Shade. I hope all of you guys had a fabulous, fabulous weekend. I hope you guys got to rest, got to enjoy yourself. It seems our winter is here, baby. It's getting cold real quick now. Soon the time's gonna go back an hour. Mate, I hate winter. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a summer baby and it doesn't really make sense that I live in this country, to be honest. I need to be somewhere where there's sun all the time. But that's not here nor there. We're back with episode number dun, 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 eight. And today we're gonna talk about a dilemma I read, a situation I read on um what's it called? on um instagram the other day let me let me get it up here now okay one minute guys why can i not find it okay so here it is so And the title is, is the stepfather wrong in this let's talk scenario. My name is Stan and I am 54 years, I'm a 54 year old man. My wife Renee and I have been married for 22 years. She had two beautiful daughters from her previous marriage. The girls were five and seven when we met. Their father, who's a doctor, abandoned them after him and Renee divorced. He remarried and took care of his new family. Meanwhile, I've always taken care of his girls, as if they were my own. Renee has has been a stay-at-home wife majority of our marriage. I'm a blue-collar worker. I once asked her, I, I once asked her after seeking the doctor for child support. Her reply was, "He, we don't need him. We have you, Bright." I asked, I asked to adopt the girls, but Renee insists the doctor won't agree to it. Regardless, I continue to take care of my family. I've put both girls through college, bought both a car, and was present at all their school events. I'm, cu- I'm currently footing the bill for the oldest daughter's wedding and helping the youngest one take care of her five-year-old. I'm the only papa the baby knows. The doctor recently divorced his wife and has been trying to repair their relationship with his daughters. My daughters told me she wants her biological dad to give her away and do the father and daughter dance. I was... I was... Oh my. Oh my. I was... Div- oh, 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 I suggest we both... I suggested we both walk down the aisle... Renee interfered and told me I'm just the stepdad and not to mess up her special day. I felt so broken. I have decided that I will not attend the wedding nor pay the remaining 10k, $10,000 balance. And after I've already paid $12,000 on the wedding, my wife has called me petty and threatened to divorce me if I mess up the wedding. However, I'm standing firm on this decision. Is he wrong? Okay, so reading that whole situation, 
it has got me very that whole situation just made me so mad i'm not gonna lie because me i am a single mom i have a beautiful daughter and for me i just feel like first let me break this down renee still is still in love with her ex-husband simple as that because any real woman any real woman that values a real man that comes into your life would see that a, a man is not a father just because he he what's it called created the sperm that made this child okay a father is someone that raises a kid whether he but he's a biological father or not like this guy they've been together for 22 years so he's been in these kids life for 22 years put them both through college bought them a car it's helped paying for one of the wedding and it's helped taking care of his granddaughter that is five years old and now because their dad has divorced he now wants a relationship you guys are going to forget about all the stuff he's he did for you guys for 22 years your father was not in your life because it doesn't seem like he was in their life because he said that he was just focused on raising his own family it doesn't seem like he was in your life for the 22 years. Now he comes back, you've, you guys have forgotten everything he's done for you. That's really messed up to me. That's really, really messed up. And that Renee woman does not deserve to have this man. She's calling him petty and telling him that she's going to divorce him if he, if he, if he doesn't pay for the wedding. But all the stuff he's been doing, he asks you if he can adopt the kids. You said no because the doctor wouldn't go for it. He's been looking after you. She's asked, he's asked you to go and get support from the doctor, but you said no, um, because he's looking after the family. He's doing his job already. That is mental abuse. I'm sorry. That is that is that's very that's an abusive, toxic relationship. Because there's no way a man I can be with a man that has helped raise my kid for 22 years. Okay, when her own father has left has left us. Has, has not helped us, has not been involved in our life. He cared more about his new family. Now he's divorced. Now he wants to remember the family he had before. And then I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell him that, uh, that, uh, you can walk my daughter down the aisle and you can do the father, like the, the kids, the, uh, that's very disheartening to me because I, that's, that's for me, that's very, very, very crazy. I cannot believe I cannot believe someone can do that to someone. And even the kids as well. I'm sorry, there's no way a man is, is like... He's the only person, like I said, for, from for 22 years. These kids are now... One is now, um, what's it called? 29. And another is... Um, what's it called? 27. And... That's crazy. And you're going to choose. Now you're going to, now that your dad wants to come in your life, you're going to say you want your dad to walk you down the aisle. Did you ask your dad to help you pay the rest of the 10 grand then? If you're going to walk me down the aisle? Or how can you like just quickly, I know that's your dad, but for me, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm different. But for me, if a man, if a man was not in my life, for if my dad was not in my life for 22 years and my mom's husband, my stepdad, has been more of a father to me, there's no way... And he's paying for the wedding. There's no way I'm gonna say, oh yeah, I want my I want my biological dad to walk me down the aisle and do the father and daughter dance. You can come to the wedding, ain't no problem. I want I don't even I don't even know if that um if I even let you come to the wedding to be honest. Because where was you for 22 years of my life? 
where was you? You was raising another family. You was you was happy in another family. Now that's gone to shits. You want to come back here and be a dad? I'll, I'm not going to make it easy for him. I'm going to make it very fucking hard. I'm going to make it very freaking hard for you to come back into my life. I'm going to make it hard because you're going to have to work. Work the same way this guy worked to be a father for me. You're going to have to work to be a, 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 a dad in my life again. That's crazy. I can't believe people do that. Like, I I don't know. I'm this 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 whole thing is a bit it's a bit mad for me. It's a bit mad. Like seriously. Anyway, you guys, let me know how you fit. What you think? Like, is the dad wrong in the situation? In my opinion, the stepdad is not wrong. He's within his rights. I'm not gonna lie. If that was me, I would start seeing my family a lot different. I will see them a lot different because it's just, for me, it's just like, wow. So you forgot about everything that I've done. Now that your real dad is here, your biological dad is here, you forgot all the stuff that I've I've done for you guys that he has not even tried once to make an effort. Like he said, I paid for you to go through school. I paid for your car. I've been looking after you. I'm looking after, I'm paying for your wedding. I'm looking after your kids, your grandkids, my grandkids. And now your dad comes in the picture. You forgot all of that. You put me to the side like I'm nothing. No, that's a bit mad still. But like I said, you guys, let me know how you think. Give me your opinion. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I, my energy is not at 100 right now. I don't know. My mind, right, it's, it's on something else. Maybe I'll talk about it in, the, in my next podcast. But I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And if no one's told you, I'm going to tell you, I love you. I love you so much. I hope you guys have a great day, a blessed week, and I'll see you guys back here on Wednesday. And don't forget to add me on my socials. Don't forget to add me on Snapchat, T-Barbs, that is T-E-E-B-A-R-B-Z. Follow me on Instagram at Savage, that is S-A-V-A-7-E. Follow me on my nail business page at Savage Nails. That's S-A-V-A-7-E-N-4-I-L-S. Don't forget to follow me on my food business page at Savage Eats. That's S-A-V-A-7-E-E-4-T-S. And have a blessed week. And baby, 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 baby. Baby, 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 baby. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Hello, 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 guys. And welcome back to episode 10 of OT Some Shave, babies. Guys guys it's monday the last official full week of october like are you guys deep in it like after this month we only got two more months of 2020 left like oh my goodness it's crazy like i feel like once we hit like may or not even may april once we hit like april the year just goes like that so I'm just, it's crazy. I can't believe we're not, we're like, the last full week. October finishes next week, Saturday. And then November starts and begins. Yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, guys, I hope you guys are all well. 
I hope you guys had an amazingly blessed weekend. I had a great weekend. I had a weekend with my family. It was my mama's birthday. My queen is a year older and she still looks mighty fine. Put a lot of you 20 year olds to shame. And that's on what? Piriana. <laughs> so this episode, I want to have a conversation with you guys because it's so weird. My mom like just let me know that she believes I am very picky one and I don't have a lot of patience at all in terms of when it comes to relationship because I don't know the sermon in church was talking about love and all this other stuff and generational curse and marriage and stuff like that and she was thinking like oh like I was, I was, I was praying I was like Lord God <laughs> it's me again <laughs> when is my husband coming so yeah so she told me I was in her opinion she thinks I'm very picky and I don't have a lot of patience and I find that so weird for her to say that because for me, I believe I have like a lot of patience, to be honest. I truly believe I have a lot of patience. I see that I, in my opinion, I just feel like a lot of people took me for idiots. So I became older and I said, especially like I said, when I'm 25, I became older and I said, I'm not going to do it anymore. Like my last relationships, like situation shit that was on and off for three years, was the biggest teacher of my life in terms of relationships. Like I've, I've had other types of relationships, but I feel like that relationship was my biggest teacher because it made me like really get, get my head out of the sun and say I deserve better, I need better. So I don't know, I don't, I don't feel like, because maybe I don't really tell my mom my ins and outs of my relationship all the time. So maybe in her opinion, what I tell her, she seems that I'm not a patient person and I'm picky on stuff like that, but... Little did she know, I was very, very patient in a lot of my relationships. Like, I let a lot of things slide. I let a lot of situations happen. And um, I just, in my mind, I just I just always believed it would get better. It was something better will happen. Just have a little bit of patience, have a little bit of time. Just see, like, it will get better. But, like I said, clearly it didn't. And I didn't want to waste my time anymore. But... It's crazy that my mom, that's the opinion my mom gets of me. Like, I feel like it's really good for you to, like, especially older people, because older people don't give to you, get to you straight, no chaser. Like, they've been through ish, they see things and they'll let you know, like, this is what you're doing, that's wrong, this is what you need to improve on. So I'm grateful that my mom's told me that, because I'm thinking, like, there is some parts, like, like even before my, my situation, shit, I was, on, I told you, it was on and on for three years like the beginning of this year I was actually in a relationship with someone and I feel like maybe I didn't have a lot of patience with him because I was talking to my um, friends the other day and I said like maybe I kind of had regrets on ending the relationship so soon because there was a lot of despite like his his flaws that he had which was only like one two the the stuff that he how he his actions like were a lot better than most of my previous relationships and like I said I regret um, what's it called breaking up with him I feel like I should have had a lot more patience in terms of that situation I believe my mom I should have had a lot more patience with him because I let a lot of things slide but with him I just didn't even give him the benefit of the doubt so that's a problem maybe I I did that wrong but like now it's it's too late for me anyway I don't have his number I, I didn't follow him on his social media because I, I don't know I don't like I don't like having my boyfriend on social media. I don't know why. I don't like having him on Snapchat, on Instagram, none of that. Because I wanna 
deal with any extracurriculars and bullshit going on because how my previous relationships have made me not want that so yeah and now i'm thinking maybe i should have gave him a bit more of a chance because you never know like we would have been we would have been nearly a year strong next month we would have been a year strong and i I kind of like i yeah I, i regret a lot and Mr. Man, if you're listening to this, I don't know if you are. I'm sorry. I didn't baby, if you want to take me back. <laughs> I'll be more patient this time and more understanding. I know. I feel so bad. Like, I really, really wish that um, I didn't end it. I'm not going to lie. And now he's probably got a girlfriend by now anyway. And I know he wouldn't take me back. <laughs> Because he told me he don't do that thing. Ah. See, what did you do? What is wrong with you? I hate, I hate, yeah. I'm quick to, I'm quick to dismiss guys that are good to me, but very slow to, um, 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 but very slow to um, see the bullshit, like, toxic guys give. I don't know how to rephrase that. I'm very quick to end things with good guys, but move very slow to end things with bad guys. Like bad guys, I give them chances upon chances upon chances. But then good guys, I'm just like, nah, sorry. I don't know. That's I believe that's my toxic trait. I need to really work on that myself, especially like I said, I'm 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 now like trying to find love and do all of this stuff. And I feel like maybe I need to improve that a lot. I need to be more understanding with everyone because it's just like it doesn't make sense why would you give the good guys a barely a chance but the guy get bad guys are staying there three years strong in a situation that's on and off doing malarkeys and then the other relationship you only let it you only gave it you only gave it four months four or five months that's really bad i feel so bad that's like that's one regret that's one one of my regrets i have from this year like i really regret Really, really, really regret ending that situation because I don't know. Like even where, like oh, I don't know, I feel so bad. I mean, no, I feel, no, I'm having this conversation. I feel so fucking bad, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm having a mental fight with myself right now and talking to myself in a negative way. Like, why the fuck did you do that, T? Why did the fuck did you do that? And I feel like, fuck, I really messed up. I really messed up. It is what it is, man. I just hope, like, when God, please, and I hope I haven't messed up my chance with the the, the, the man that's for me, because like I believe there's everyone for there's all there's there's a specific person for everyone. So please, God, whenever you decide to bring the right man for me, please don't let me f it up, okay? Please don't let me f it up, because I don't know, man. I know what's wrong. I'm so naive. I hate that so much. How did I do that? And I'm in like, girl, I'm like, oh my god. Like, do you guys have any? It's a question I want to post to you guys. Do you guys have any regret? Do you feel like they? Do you believe you've had? What's that? The one that got away? Have you ever had a situation where you felt like you let the right person come out of your life, and it's a big regret that you haven't have with yourself, and you have that fight with yourself every day, like ish. I should have maybe done better. I should have fought. Maybe, I, like, for me, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I should have really... I really should have um, fought for him. Now, like, I can't just pop up in his life like, Hey, I'm back. I'm sorry I was such a bitch. Can we do this again? 
that's so annoying. But it is what it is. I've learned from that situation. Now I'm going to learn I have to be a lot more patient and be a lot more understanding and like, I need to give the right people the right chances and stop allowing toxic people to stay in my life that don't do anything for me and letting the good people just walk out of my life like that. But anyway, like I said, guys, let me know if you felt like you've had a one that got away, a uh, relationship that you let um, go very quickly, that now you're thinking maybe I should have done better. Maybe I should have gave it more of a chance. Let me know. Get, get, at me, get at me in my DMs. And if no one's told you today, I'm going to tell you. Baby, I love you. I'm always going to love you. Me and you forever, baby. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. I'll be back with you again with another podcast. I love you all so much. You guys mean so much to me. And don't forget to add me on my social media. Don't forget to add me on my Snapchat. That is T-Barbs. T-Barbs. So T-E-E hyphen B-A-R-B-Z. Don't forget to follow me on... That's my Snapchat, by the way. <laughs> that's my Snapchat, by the way. T-Barbs. T-E-E hyphen B-A-B-Z. Don't forget to add me on my personal Instagram. Savage. S A V. A seven E. That's S A V A seven E. Don't forget to add me on my nail business page, Savage Nails. It's S A V A seven E N four I L S. That's S A V A seven E N four I L S. Add me on my food. My food pro, my my food business page on Instagram, Savage Eats. That's S A V A seven E E four T S. That's S A V A seven E E four T S. And I'll see you guys again. Someone that called me, didn't call me back. What time? Remember that after the last time I saw you in the chain? Yeah, Kevin asked him about her dad and asked. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, no. No, the door's changed, is it? No, no, no. The door's just one, I think. No, so she keeps on asking about her dad. Well, her dad's in Tenside.
out of six months, he killed his girlfriend. All the Mecca did was take food right away. But because the Mecca's known as violence, all the police as well coming. At 15 of them run up to there early hours of the morning, just coming because they do the work, right? Mm. They must have missed him about six minutes. Because thank God they opened the grill when he came in, because they came with something to cut that off as well, mm. you know? And it cost for 650 pounds because of COVID and that. Mm. They're not, they say if you want your door done, you can't live with what we put on. You know, do it yourself, which mm. I did last month from April. Mm. You know, you know he's, he's not well. That girl, she tried with him, but she winds him up. And what happened really is for uh, a, a, a blessing in disguise. Because he, he, you know, and Tem said he, he never killed someone, because he was. Yeah, you know, so unless they keep away the violence, you know, I'm, I don't know what to say anymore. Yeah, for me, I don't want to, for me, to be honest, I would have stopped um, communication with him a long time, but it's chaos. It's always yeah, arcing. Yeah, but I'm just saying, oh, is she that fine? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying I don't want to get involved with cussing out because I'm interfering. You know what I mean? And I'll help him, you know, like I help you. What, what I gave Tay, I gave the baby. Nice bit boy, Brooklyn. You know, but he doesn't like I'm not trying to make her know who her dad is so I'm trying to so you, you, what he did keep away from me and do the best thing because he's very unpredictable mm. I'm not going to hide and lie and then he goes on that binge of course his brain's going to be normal so stay away from him and abuse me and insult me but who's going to have to spend the money me mm-hmm. you know all those things everyone's fed up with me people that squared what happened is, um, this girl, the, the baby knows, um, this guy, I told him he's never going to change the she's an alcoholic, it runs in her family, yeah? But she, but he, you know, she said he gets on her nerves, because, right, say she's doing something in the house, right, and he's supposed to be looking after the baby, he's not doing his job right, and they always argue. That's one of the, the first thing the mother said to me, she's worried about when anything happens, she don't shut up and she's frightened he might do something, right? A couple of times she said that. Right. The birth of his son is in prison. His first birthday is in prison. See? 
so, you know, and he not long come out because he went away before Easter. A little, you know, that week because he, he didn't violation of probation. Mm -hmm. Christmas Day one hair here with her because we forcibly took, let her come out and they had an argument and they, she insulted all of us in here Christmas Day threatened to stab us up you know because of him because obviously he bit her and you know I don't know I don't know I don't know I Brooklyn's a year old in school. Funny, Brooklyn and his grandson were born in the same hospital. Oh. Same day. The second, the, his grandson was born hours before. Oh, and then he was born in the afternoon. You know, yeah. You ain't mixed nothing. A child mustn't be up in, in violence and, you know. Mm. So how you been? I've been good. been good working. That's it, staying busy. It's just, it's just, it's just because it's just chaos. For me, I really don't give a damn about. Yeah, you're not mixing up yeah. the TJ. You've got no violence around your child. It's unpredictable. Yeah. But um, I don't blame him um, for taking because the guy rang me that night. I spot he rang me. I spoke to him, and he, he wanted some dinner, and he took it round. And when he went there, he said he had blood on his hands. Probably he's beaten there, you know, before Mecca got there. It's not everyone that got in touch with him, the police came like a question because he's been wondering his friend for 21 years he's been away. And under six months, this woman was his last pen pal in prison wow. for nine years. And so these kind of criminals, they're unpredictable. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the Mecca cried because this is a Sunday, he took the dinner around. And he said he's acting suspicious he had blood in his hands. So I said to his son, if you'd known, you'd have gone to the police. But he's not to know. So I mm. put that aside. And I said, why they came like that to him? Because he's known he's violent. Mm. And he's murdered something. The guy bashed his, his skull in. Wow. And the Tuesday, this was a Sunday night. Wow. So she died between, let's say, Sunday or Monday, mm -hmm. right? So when Mecca took the dinner away, he just had him in the passage. He had blood on his hands and he's acting a bit suspicious. So he made a game with him. He went because mm -hmm. the CCTV, right? Mm -hmm. And the Tuesday, the guy went to the police station and said he think his girlfriend's dead with a drug overdose. Right? When they went, took the body away, they charged him for murder because it's not drug overdose. Her head's been caved in. Mm -hmm. So the little shit must have cleaned up, right? Mm -hmm. The Wednesday, Mecca was in his room there, and he, he, uh, someone rang him and told him what happened. And he shouted out, Mum, 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 he starts to cry. What, what, what is it? You know, poor Mum, killed him. Killed him once. I spoke to him on the phone that Sunday night. Before Mecca took the dinner that And then, that was the end of last weekend in March, that one. Mm -hmm. Then the 7th day can come and kick off the Mecca wasn't locked up, he was just in a 
peace that we requested, the resting, all his family, everyone that's in contact with, with the boy. So Mecca hasn't got nothing to do with it, just that he's known as Simon, because the letter came no further, if you want to come to court and be a witness, he never said he's not going to be a witness. But they had him there from the early hours of the morning to four o'clock, questioning what he knows. Well, he's got nothing to do with that, just inspired his record why they did that. I'm glad in a way he's in there because I don't need to kill that girl because she's green, she's scummy. You know, she's funny. I just don't, I'm glad that she's not in my life. I just every day I pray for Brooke. Mm. You know, because really, he's got two good girls and he's a boy with. And he's 11, looking after the baby. You know, because she's like a drink and smoke. So this guy that she knows her mum's estate. And she's 11. Mecca claimed that he was sniffing coke and was saying around his child because when he met her, he just came out of prison, you know? Mm. Right? And I think it was under mum. And um, he saw him coming away from that direction. So his argument is why did he tell him that he's oh, just coming from Sasha? Obviously, he had something to hide. I don't know how you heard that he was. The guy was sniffing in the house, ran his child. He beat him up. Then the next day, Slasher was a standing man in the store. He nearly killed him. And he didn't say, sit down. The right guy, yeah. So I don't know what to do anymore now. I don't even know what to say to Terra now. So sad because he just feels like I don't know. It's like he doesn't understand what he's doing. It's not even good for her mental because she feels like he, her dad, doesn't love her. You get it. He doesn't care about no one but himself. Yeah. I, I don't think he loves himself either because if you've got children, young children, need you. I know men are great men today. They family never had money but they love mm-hmm. and attention. They get down with them, make toys, mm-hmm. and do you know really. It's not the money, it's the love. Isn't it? That's the love. It's very important. My mum and dad did love me. That's mm. what you always have in the back of your mind. Yeah, that's it. Because that's why I even said, like, I don't even want money from you, nothing. Just be in your daughter's life, be a role model, fix your life up, and be yeah, a... love That's attention. it. Like, my dad, I'll tell you this, my mum just said to look at us when they were doing anything wrong. Mm. You know, they're straight up because dad is you know, I don't know, you know, I don't tell lies, I tell you the truth. Yeah. You know, I've had it, I've had it up here, and he's abusing me over the phone. And then there's, who's, who cares? I'm the one doing it, isn't it? Yeah. Because I've paid him this much. He's not missing nothing. Mm-hmm. She won't go violent and shout, and he doesn't want it. Well, kids, they always have their parents regardless. I said, but that's kids are always on the phone, regardless. And it's just so annoying that I don't know. But he didn't deny it, he needs help, psychiatric help.
No, not really because of COVID. I can't really. Yeah. Yeah. That's annoying. I want to. I want to go. On, I need a break. This whole COVID, but. Anyway, next year, that's what it is. to have a relationship with her brother because she should know who her sibling well, is. It wasn't true, but his, his attitude made the girl funny because I've seen her hands on with him before when she's expecting babies. No, they broke her in, you know. Yeah. So it's been I don't mind. Eh? I don't mind, yeah.
Yeah, he looks, the baby looks like a mecca. Eh? So the baby looks like a mecca. He's got his mum there. He's got his mum in his back, you know. He's mad. Well, I don't have nothing to do with her. She's done great, but I'm not... To be honest, I, 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 I'm not impressed anymore, you know? I'm not, because I've got myself to work with. The abuse he gave me... Over verbal abuse. I'm not done with it. Yeah. Especially with her, like, this is now, you need to be relaxing and enjoying your kids, not mm. uh, your grandkids, not worrying about him. He's a grown man. That's good. Right. 
Oxford Cheddar, with that shop in Bristol. Mm. Bristol. Oh, Bristol, yeah, Bristol. Yeah, so that kind of area. Oh, okay. But it's, it's very lonely. But she told me she shouldn't down the site in London. But there's someone in there who's in, you know, can see his relief. Yeah. Oh, I see a picture. She's in year one now. Wow. Yeah. That's great. It's almost two years. It's, well, yeah. over a year, isn't it? It's been yeah. over a year. Oh, this is the, the journey. It's <laughs> Brooklyn. Yeah, these are Brooklyn, yeah, man. Yeah, this is her. Wow. Yeah, Tail. Oh, shit. We just we went out for my mum's birthday over the weekend. Yeah, that's Tail. Oh, she's big, man. Yeah. Wow, that's she's big, mum. You won't recognise her now. Yeah. Oh, my days. Look at Wow. Yeah. Oh, let me fast forward. That's my mom. Yeah. That's my That's your mum, yeah? Yeah. That's my older sister. Yeah. yeah. I'll show you. I'll show her. Yeah, brother. That's no, your brother. No, no, my oh. brother's over there. That's oh, your brother's over there. That's my brother in law. Mm, yeah. I'll show you again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You do her hair, innit? Yeah. She, she, you can do everything. Yeah. Let's tell Oh, yeah. She's very big now. Very What's your diet, TJ? Huh? Don't give her any anything to eat. Yeah, no, no. Everything she, everything is home. People look very hurt. Arm in her. She'll get diabetes and all kinds of things. Problems, please. Yeah, this is her. Oh yeah. Oh, hang on. Yeah, but I'm, I'm directing that. So I mean. Yeah, this is a big girl now. She's very, very smart as well in school. She's very, very smart. She's like overachieving. She don't want them. It's just, it's just, oh. The same thing with Taylor's in prison, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. the girl say? 
just got in. Why did they wait a bit longer? That the noise and the commotion that morning, girl, mm. you'd like it if Tuesday I think she'd have dropped down. Because mm. I was, you know, I was shaking up yeah. badly. Just imagine, yeah, I can imagine 15 on police in, in the early hours of the morning, that was in. After six, about 25. No, less than that. Yeah, you know, they missed my signal. He's known as violence, that's why they come like that. So what is he charged with? Is it like nothing? He, he didn't do nothing. Every no, the slashing. Was he charged with nothing? Attempted murder, in it? Well, he goes to court because that is attempted yeah. murder. The guy's in surgery. Because he came, obviously, it doesn't make sense. He came the beam of the day before, and then he come. Obviously, to them, it looks like he came to finish it off. And he's like, Dad. Obviously, because of COVID, right? Yeah. She wanted to be there. Yeah. If she died in that country, like yeah. 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 I look like. I'm from. You're sad at the end. Yeah. I'm driving fucking mad. Yeah. I'm sad. Is that a thing? Are you driving? No, I'm fine. I'm not cool. <laughs> get called that easily. That's the good thing about me. So I'm fine. Even at my age I can never speak disrespectful to my mom. No matter how long don't play the good. He needs to probably to give everyone else freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's good, yeah. She, uh, she's good. Yeah. But you might now you have a break from yeah, the 
Oh, she lives in our Hello, 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 guys, and welcome to another episode of All Tea Some Shade. Um, I know I've been MIA since last week, and um, basically, a lot of stuff has been going on. I'm trying to process, like, and it's really, it's, it's really put a, it's really affected my mental like and i just wanted to come today and talk about the situation so the first thing i wanted to talk about was 18 year old velfi kadi um an 18 year old girl that left her 20 month old daughter at home alone for six days because she wanted to go partying last year she was charged um she was arrested last year i believe and charged and yeah 
I just I don't know how I feel about this because one I am a mother I I was a young mum when I had my daughter and um, for me it's very disheartening because she's not the first she's not the first person to do this first young person to do this and sadly she won't be the she won't be the last I've also heard of another mother and obviously she's black I also heard of another white mother that left her kid alone in their house for three days and she died as well and um it's really I don't know how to feel about this this is it's very disheartening for me because it's like how could you leave your child alone for even a whole entire day how could you leave a child especially a baby how do you think a baby's gonna fend for themselves for a year like a day let alone six days like I don't know how I can have that mental thinking oh yeah I can leave my child here and everything's gonna be fine obviously we don't know the situation we don't know why she felt the need to leave her child like I'm not I'm I I can I I really to be honest, there's nothing anyone can say to me personally that will justify the actions that this young girl took. She's not a young girl. According to English law, she's a um, she's an adult because she's 18. But what this this young woman did, well, I call her a girl because only that's a girl's mentality. I don't know. Like, there's no way you feel comfortable enough to leave a child. Even up to, like, a whole entire day, how would you feel comfortable to leave a child for the whole entire day alone? Like, I don't know what you thought a 20-month-old, a 20-month-old baby would be able to do to survive. I don't know if you thought she could change her own nappies herself, get her bottle, bath herself, and do all of that ish. I don't know why she did that. Or in the name, or in the sake of partying. Like, a lot of people are talking about that's why we shouldn't glorify teenage pregnancy. That's why you shouldn't have a child if you're not ready. And I'll play devil advocate and I'll say, in terms of having a child when you're not ready, a lot of people, the the sad fact is that a lot of people have dealt with not feeling loved by anyone. And they know having a child is unconditional love, so... Even though they're not ready for a child, they want to experience unconditional love. They want to experience someone that's going to love them regardless, no matter what, in life. That's why some people might, like, even if they're not ready, they'll still keep the child because they want to experience that love. And also, it plays to the fact that there are some people that really want kids out there and they're not able to have kids. And for them to see someone leave their child for six days to go partying is very disgusting and very disheartening. And it's, 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 it's very sad. It's very, very sad. Like, we don't know the situation that occurred in terms of why she wasn't able to give her child to her parents for those days or a family member or a sibling or the father of the child. Like, for me, like I said, there's no way you can justify leaving your child at home alone for six days like I don't understand that I don't know what her mental was and how she like could have left her house and feel comfortable doing that it's, it's very sad to me it's very upsetting to me I'm very heartbroken 
another situation this week that's been breaking my heart is the whole situation in Nigeria in terms of stars. I don't like obviously if you're on social media yesterday you saw that the soldiers were they turned off the lights at um Lekki Tower Gates. They turned off the street lights, they removed CCTV and they started shooting at the protesters, the peaceful protesters, protesting against stars, protesting against police brutality towards the youth and young people of Nigeria. To a lot of people, they think stars is something new. Stars has been in Nigeria since 2017, I believe. No, or even earlier than that, but in 2017, I believe there were people protesting against to get rid of stars because of their, the way that before, that all, all they used to really do is harass young kids. But from like last year onto this year, it, it got worse. They started harassing these young kids, kidnapping them, forcing them to withdraw all their money now, money out of their account for freedom and eventually leading to some people dying. And for me... This whole situation is very disheartening and it's very sad because I prote- I joined the protest in London for the Black Lives Matter and it's sad that we in the United Kingdom and US were protesting against police brutality of white or other ethnic groups of people targeting, maltreating, killing black young men and women and to find out that in Nigeria there are black Nigerian police officers in a different department because stars is basically stars is set up to combat against street crime and robbery and but really and truly they target young kids that have expensive phones expensive cars nice clothes tattoos dreadlocks and and just locks and it's sad because it's like, in my opinion, it, it, it comes off, the way I'm seeing it, it comes off as old men that are jealous of young kids that have achieved more in their life at their young age than they have at their age. Because I've seen videos and they're saying in all my life, in all my years of working as a police officer, I cannot afford to buy an iPhone costing this much, but you can. It's just jealousy. And for me, it's, it's, I, um, it makes me very, 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 very angry because it's like our generation, the, gen- the millennials and Generation X, we have come out of that mindset that a lot of our parents and older generation had of working hard to be in debt to do these jobs that you work hard to just get pension because a lot of people, they work to have a pension at the end of the, at the, end of the day at the end of the certain age in their life. But our generation is that we 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 don't want to work hard to benefit someone else. We want to work hard to make a benefit ourselves so we can create something for ourselves that our blood, sweat and tears actually meant something. So that's why a lot of younger generations, like the generations of YouTube, creating your own channel as a, as a source of revenue or creating your own brand, creating your own, your own, making yourself your own boss to, to actually rip the rewards, the fruits of our labour. So 
that's why a lot of and I've always said like a lot of people say like a lot of older generation are scared of our generation because we asked a lot of questions we did not follow blindly we saw things and actually evaluated and said do you know what we should do this instead and for me it's very it's very 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 sad that people that our own people like our own people is killing you just because of jealousy like the older generation are killing you just because of the fact that you decided to do something better for your life you know a hustle is a hustle if someone's a four star that's still a hustle at the end of the day it's still a hustle. It might not be right, but it's a hustle. There's a lot of things that people do that are not right. Like, people need to always... People always are too quick to say, oh, Ford stars are bad because they're hustling people out of money that they've earned. But nobody remember, like I would always say, slavery was legal. Slavery was a form of business. Like, that's what people don't know. They took people out of their own country and brought them to a new country and treated them like rubbish as a form of business. And people still don't see that as bad. So why is it when people defraud certain people, you feel the need that it's just it's just you killing them is justified? I don't understand that. How dare you believe what you're doing is is less bad than what they're doing? How how dare you justify you killing someone because you believe they they defrauded someone or you believe they're up to no good because they're too young, they shouldn't be having all of this stuff. It's very sad. Just, it's very, very, very sad. And it hurts my heart because it's like... These Nigerian government don't understand that. It's through... Okay, let me say it like this. Growing up in London, like I'm 25. Growing up in London, being African wasn't cool. A lot of people lied and said that they're Caribbean because obviously through bashment... People, um, through Bashman, that like Bashman was a big thing growing up. A lot of people were proud to, proud to be Caribbean and a lot of people lied about being Caribbean because that was when you're black, being Caribbean was cool. Being African wasn't really cool because the media depicted Africa as a poor place with kids with flies around their face, nothing but po- poverty. And through Afrobeats, like Nigerians played a big part in Afrobeats because they took something Fela Kuti did and made it more modern and put their own twist on it. And through Afrobeats, Nigerians played a big contribution in Afrobeats. People were proud to be African. People were proud to say that they were African because Afrobeat became globalised. You could hear African, Afro, Af, African music in any parts of the world, whether it's the United States, the UK, Australia, Asia, Japan, India, Pakistan, even in, in, in Latin America, South America. In these countries around the world, like people became proud to be Africans, and a lot of kids now are can save their chest like I'm African, and don't feel embarrassed because Afrobeats have given a lot of black kids, African kids, confidence in themselves. And just imagine that it was the youth of the time, because Afro what made Afrobeats was the the Divange, the the One Day Coles, the Peace Square, the Ice Prince, the Whiskers, the Burner Boys, the David O, the Mercoons, the um, Kiss Daniels, the um, Patarankin. All of these, 
all of these artists made us confident enough to say we're African and they brought so much attention to Africa, especially Nigeria. And to now think of this many years later, not even up to like 10 years, 15 years later, they're killing these youth, the future youth, because of the outward appearance. You know, it makes me so sad as a mother, as an African, that this is what's going on in my continent. I'm not Nigerian, but I'll, regardless, I'm African. So anything that happens in Africa is surely going to affect me. There's other stuff that's happening in Africa. But for us, because of the current climax, especially because it is police brutality, like I said, coming from the UK where I marched in the Black Lives Matter protest and spoke, spoke out as well, it's very disheartening to think that we're here protesting against white supremacy in the US and in the UK in terms of the police department, abusing, harming, ultimately killing young black kids, young black people, young black adults, to now see that the exact same thing is being done in Africa by our own is very, very disheartening. It hurts my soul, it hurts my vibration. I could not, I woke up this morning in tears looking and reading at these things because it just it hurt my heart because it's like why are they doing this why are you harming your own people like have you guys like the slavery in libya human trafficking in ghana the pain in congo all the stuff that's going on and it's just like african african government why are you not why do you not want to help your the youth? Why do you not want to help your future? Do you not know if you're killing all these youth, you do not have a future? Because they're the ones that's going to improve your country. You don't know how many young kids that live in the US or live in the UK or live in other parts of the world apart from Africa that want to come back to Africa. They know that the African want to come back and invest in their country and make their country great. But how are they going to feel if they see that the government... One, they're not saying anything. They're ordering um, soldiers to come and kill peaceful protesters. Peaceful protesters. They're not throwing anything. They're not doing. They're just protesting for their rights to walk down the street and not be harassed or ultimately killed just because of how they are, how they're dressed, just because they, if they have tattoos. I mean, I have tattoos. If I walked around Nigeria and I have t- tattoos, and someone comes and and or I have an iPhone. I've had iPhones. I've had iPhones since 2011. Like, is it like, why? What do you gain from it? Like, it's it's sad. And we and we as a country, we can't turn the blind eye. The blind eye on this type of situation. We cannot think it's okay for these people to treat the youth this way. It's not right. It's not right. It's not right. We need to stand. We have to stand with Nigeria. We need to stand with... We need to protest, like, because... It's... I don't want to get too emotional. And I don't want to get too angry as well. Because this is... This whole situation, it, it makes me... One, it makes me very, very sad. And two, it makes me very, 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 very angry. And I don't want to be angry. But honestly, something needs to give. A change needs to be made. 
And I stand with you, with you Nigerians. I stand with you and stars and SWAT, because now they try to rearrange, they try to rebrand stars as SWAT. The government don't give a, f- don't give a fuck. And this is what I'm, t- I'm telling a lot of people. People need to stop antagonizing my generation, our generation, because we're not like our previous generation like before. We will get to a point when you keep on pushing us that it will lead to a civil war. Because it's going to get to a point where we're going to say enough is enough. We do not want to deal with this rubbish anymore. And there will be a lot of bloodshed. And we're having our patience to, to try and prevent something like that happening. But keep on poking the bear. Keep on antagonizing the bear. And one day the bear is going to say enough is enough. And the bear is going to attack. So I please urge all you, the government, the police that's doing this, stop. Because you will start, you will start a, 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 a very bloody, long and painful war. And we don't want that. We've lost too many people already this year, last year. We don't want to lose more people in the war for just the basic human rights. Basic human rights. If no one told you today, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you this every day. I love you. Be strong. Keep safe. Stay positive. Because these dark days, hopefully... These dark, not hopefully, these dark days will be over soon. It will be. I love you guys so much. Thanks for coming, thanks for tuning in and listening to me. I hope you guys have a blessed day. It's Wednesday, hump day. The weekend is nearly upon us. I love you guys so, so much. Don't forget to add me on my social media, my Snapchat, T-Barbs, that's T-E-E hyphen B-A-R-B-Z. Add me on my Instagram, Savage, S-A-V-A-7-E. That's S-A-V-A-7-E. That's my personal Instagram. Add me on my no business page at Savage Nails. That's S-A-V-A-7-E-N-4-I-L-S. That's S-A-V-A-7-E. N4ILS, add me on my food business page at Savage Eats. That's S A V A 7 E E 4 T S. One more time S A V A 7 E E T S. And I'll see you guys on my next podcast. Love you, stay blessed, and let's not be stressed. Bye.